0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tony, a.k.a. No Stylist T, coming at you here at Great Vine and Palaver. Another episode right back at you. Um, today, I'm going to talk a, a little NBA with you. We um, got news coming out of um, L.A. that uh, Anthony Davis still dealing with that Achilles tendinosis issue. Um, he's going to be out a few weeks, probably, until after the All-Star break. It's a big blow to LA. Um, they got off to a hot start. Um, they're still off to an incredible start. I believe they're twenty-one and seven, something like that, sitting uh, uh, number two in the West behind the the blazing hot um, Utah Jazz. Um, you know, I, I think unfortunately um, LeBron was getting ready to uh, hit that point in the season where he was going to rest. And kind of let A.D. and, and all the, the new acquisitions kind of get into the flow and, and, and get their games right. Um, but unfortunately, um, you know, A.D., he's been injury prone his whole um, his whole career. Basically, he's an incredible player. I think he's a top five talent. I think um, statistics wise, you can argue that he's, um, you know, a, a top five, top seven player. Um, But injuries have just, you know, riddled his his career. Um, You know, he became a champion last year and, you know, a large part um, of that championship team was AD's contribution. Of course, when you have LeBron, it doesn't help. You know, um, I believe LeBron was the MVP last year, even though Giannis had an incredible year. Um, But I definitely believe, you know, LeBron should have won it. But with that tandem, you know, you can't go wrong. But unfortunately, I think um, we, we've seen it this year that LeBron can't carry the load anymore by himself. And that's just me that, you know, I, I'm sitting back. I'm looking at the games. I'm looking at the highlights. Um, I'm looking at the box score after the game. And, you know, LeBron's still doing his numbers. He's still putting up, you know, um, incredible statistics to be in his 18th year he's still playing at a very very high level but um with this team this year i don't i don't think he can carry this squad the way it's currently um put together uh to another championship um some more news obviously i think a a week ago or a couple days ago brooklyn announced that kd had a hamstring Pull or hamstring issue that he is going to be out for a couple weeks or so. Um, KD was definitely number one in my MVP, um, MVP race this year. It was KD, and then I would say, um, Joel Embiid number two, and then number three, I would put, um, Kevin Durant, number one, Joel Embiid, number two, and then number three, possibly Donovan Mitchell, Um, possibly, I'm missing somebody, Um, I'm missing somebody here, Um, Steph Curry, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Uh, so I had in my MVP, Kevin Durant, um, Joel Embiid, um, Steph Curry, and then Donovan Mitchell, number four. I think Donovan Mitchell has, has done an incredible job proving his naysayers wrong, most notably Shaq. Um, but back to uh, Kevin Durant, he's going to be out um, for an extended period of time, too. Um, for those of you who saying, you know, how can Kevin Durant be MVP um, with James Harden and, and Kyrie Irving uh, playing the way they are and how they got off to a slow start? I mean, KD's just putting up incredible numbers. Uh, his numbers, I mean, he's on pace to average probably over, th- you know, 30 points, right around 30 points, Um field goal percentage is going to be over 50% as a whole Um, from three point range. He's shooting well over 40%. I believe he's just, he's going to be the comeback player of the year, no doubt. Um, But I just think his numbers scream MVP. Um, I think he's able to transcend the um, ball domination of Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And he's still able to Um, select his spots during the game and he's so efficient Uh, I think he's the most efficient player in the league um, just from all aspects of the game you know he's gonna shoot high 80s 90s as far as free throw percentage Um, he could score 30 on 13 14 shots Um, he's just he's just incredible and so I look at that and I look how um, Brooklyn is able to be a a balanced team with so many ball-dominant players, and I just put him up there. I just put him up there. I know their their record isn't, um, you know, I I know it's not the best. I mean, they are third in the East, um, sitting at 17 and 12, but I don't think we've even seen the best of that team yet. I don't think we've seen the best of KD yet, but he has to get healthy. Um, Kyrie just announced his back is going to be um, His back is is, uh, is Problematic So I think he's going to be sitting out a game or two So it's going to be James Harden's show for a little bit I believe Bro- uh, Brooklyn and the Lakers Actually have a head-to-head um, a Game coming up in the next couple days So I don't know if all the st- Probably all the stars aren't going to be playing uh, Obviously AD's not going to be playing for the Lakers, um, and KD and Kyrie now are possibly, um, not going to be playing, but, um, you know, still that might be a potential finals preview right there. Um, if all the stars were playing, I think that would have been one of those statement games for all parties involved to, you know, make their claim for the MVP. But, um, a lot of injuries in this weird year, another, you know, Just abnormal year for the NBA coming off of the the bubble season. Um, I think LeBron can really um, step his MVP case up um, starting with that game. You know, starting with that game, that's a huge game. Um, Regardless of who misses it, um, there's still two, you know, top teams uh, fighting for position. So I think, you know, LeBron with AD missing, he can definitely um, climb up. Uh, The MVP um, ladder chase there. Um, LeBron is definitely still um, a top five candidate for MVP, in my opinion, Um, but he's not top three this year. He's just not. um, I'm one of the biggest LeBron fans. You know what I'm saying? I'll argue that LeBron is the the best player ever with anybody, but this year, um, you can start. I'm starting to see the age. I'm starting to see the age, um, and I don't think he can carry a squad like this by himself anymore, he definitely, he definitely needs help, and I mean, he's in his 18th year, there's no shame in that, so, um, you know, we got that, um, so, so, you know, it's a lot going on in the NBA, it's still compelling, um, even though, you know, there's, um, even though it's a it's a weird season, fans still not in the stadium, you know. Um, I think, you know, basketball fans are, are becoming used to it, but it's not something that we necessarily like. Uh the fans in the arena add a different aspect to the game. You know what I mean? They add um they add a different aspect. I think for the players it's a di- they added a certain dynamic for the players too. Um so, you know, hopefully Things will get back to normal um, fairly soon. You got the All Star game coming up. Uh, you got the mayor of Atlanta, uh, mayor mayor uh, Keisha Bottoms, um, saying that she does not want people coming down there for the All Star game. Like, and I and I don't I don't blame her. You know, Atlanta's been open for you know a few months now, for you know a while now compared to the rest of the country, Um, but there's no need to risk more COVID cases, you know. Um, The majority of the United States still hasn't gotten, you know, COVID shots yet. Um, There doesn't really seem like there's any type of organization or steadfast plan in uh, speeding up the process of, uh, most Americans getting in the, the shots anytime soon. So, uh, you know, everybody kind of uh, flocking down there um, to, to see this watered-down all-star game that none of the players r- really want to play in. I don't think it's worth it at all. I don't think it's worth it. Um, honestly, I don't know why they're having it. It's already a condensed season, Um, Players are getting tired. Players are getting hurt with these back to backs or these every other day games that they're trying to squeeze in into a certain time frame this year. I just don't think it's a good idea. But, you know, cash rules everything around us. So um, at the end of the day, the the NBA is going to get that money regardless because they're playing they're paying these players, you know, tens of millions of dollars, you know, they got to get that that TV money, you know, these networks, they got to recoup, they got to recoup. All parties involved, they have to recruit, they have to, uh, excuse me, uh, recoup this money, they have to bring in more money, um, just because they lost so much last year. And they're continuing to lose money in certain um, aspects of the game. Um, Obviously, fans, drastically um fan attendance drastically not being there um just in several aspects you know the game is not the same um fiscally they're just not the same so they got to find ways to create new you know revenue streams for the game and not having an all-star game this year i think for the league um was not not an option not an option uh, LeBron voiced his, you know, um, displeasure with it. Um, I think De'Aaron Fox did as well. Um, you know, uh, LeBron is a, a prominent member, I believe, of the Players Association. Chris Paul leading the charge on that being the president. So I don't know, you know, if there's some discord among amongst the players. Some players want to have it. Some players don't want to have it. But when you have, you know, the biggest star in the league, LeBron say he wants no parts of it. You know, I, I would think that LeBron would speak for the larger, um, the larger portion of the league. So uh, we'll see how that happens. Um, you know, regardless, um, I love the game of basketball, so I'm going to follow it. Um, I, I'm going to watch the All-Star game if it comes on. Usually the All-Star game is this weekend, um, my birthday um usually falls around the all-star break this year it's going to be a little later just because of, because of the schedule so you know i'm a little bummed out about that but regardless um i will be tuned in um let's see what else we got um Dallas Cowboy fan, obviously, I know most of you aren't, but I am, Dak Prescott, still not, um, signed, but I, we've been talking about this for the better part of two years now, um, it's just really a bummer, you know what I'm saying, it's really a bummer, he comes out, um, on his Instagram with little hints and, um, different posts, kind of, you know, uh, reassuring the the cowboy faithful, if you will, that he's going to be coming back and back and better than ever, you know, and and this, uh, this injury is nothing to play with. So I I know that the Cowboys want to be, um, extra cautious with him. I know Dak wants to be extra cautious. I know the Cowboys want to be cautious as far as their salary cap is concerned. I definitely understand that. Um, but. At the same point in time, I think the Cowboys just have to really, um, they have to bite the bullet on this one. You got to bite the bullet on this one. Um, With Dak, you're a borderline, and when I say borderline, uh, I mean – I think with Dak, you can still consider us a Super Bowl contender. Without Dak, we're nowhere near that. Unless you sign Dak and you trade him, you know, you 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 get a a, a fairly certain commitment from a trade partner, and maybe you sign Dak to the deal that he wants, knowing that that's a comfortable deal for another team, um, and you know they're willing to take on that salary, and then you just do that do it that way. So, you know, you don't have Dak Prescott on the books for for that much, you know. But at the same time, you know, the Cowboys can't say, oh, Dak Prescott's our quarterback, yet you don't want to pay him, you know. Um, is Dak Prescott worth $40 million a year? No, but people have to realize that the game is only getting richer. The, the game is... The, the revenue dollars are only growing. The TV deals are only getting bigger. Um, the salary cap is probably going to be lower this year, but in the coming years, it's only going to grow. So what you think is a lot now is going to be a bargain in two years. It's going to be a bargain in three years. In two, three years, Dak Prescott's still going to be in his prime. So you keep on messing around, and... You know, Dak Prescott's going to be a a top five, top seven quarterback getting 40 plus million with a team not named the Dallas Cowboys. And now you're stuck in a rebuilding um, type of situation when you could have just bit the bullet and paid him what he wanted. Give the man a four year contract, give him the 40 million he wants. And just be done with it. Just be done with it. I, I, I can't believe that these two parties are hung up over years or that these two parties are hung up over I, I mean Dak Prescott's not worth any less than thirty four thirty five. Is he worth forty? No. But he's not he's not worth any less than thirty four thirty five. So we can't come to a middle ground or the Cowboys just can't cave in and be like, you know what, forget it. We'll give you 5 million. And you know, I mean, come on, the Cowboys got it. They got it. He and Dak Prescott's good for it. (laughs) Like he's good for it. He's a great ambassador of the game, great ambassador for the Cowboys brand. He's somebody who's active in the community, positive role model, um, up until this injury, he was probably the most durable quarterback in the league. Um, I have no, um, reservations about him coming back and, and, and picking up where he left off modern tech, uh, technology and modern tech, uh, modern technology and modern medicine, excuse me, is so advanced that, you know, you're going to get the back, be- the best Dak Prescott. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Um. Will it take him a little while to get back to it? Possibly, but I don't think it's going to be that long. Um, You have somebody like Kevin Durant coming off of, um, you know, an Achilles injury in basketball, and usually that's a death sentence, you know. Usually that's a death sentence. You got Dak coming back from a broken leg or, you know, something like that. I think with good rehab, great doctors, which the Cowboys are going to provide him, which Dak is going to the best doctors, the best of the best there's no reason to believe that um he's going to not be um the quarterback that he was um when he got injured so at the end of the day um I just hope that both sides come to an agreement um so that us cowboy fans can be at ease and that Dak can be at ease the cowboys can finally just put that that contract saga behind them and focus on um, the draft focusing on um, getting this defense um, where it needs to be um, and so yeah I, I just hope that you know as a cowboy fan we can we can move past that um what else we got on the sports front what else we got man the Spurs just had four players test positive for covid um, COVID ain't going nowhere man it, it, This is our new normal This is our new normal uh, What else we got We got anything on the, Anything else on the football front Here basketball front um, Going back to basketball D'Angelo Russell of the Minnesota Timberwolves Set for a knee surgery That's this just in from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Um, that sucks, but, you know, at the same time, Minnesota, they had, um, Carl Anthony Towns dealing with COVID. Unfortunately, his mother, I believe last summer or last fall, um, passed away. Condolences to his family. Um, but they they the Minnesota Timberwolves just for whatever reason they haven't been able to put it together around Carl Anthony Towns. So But that sucks for knee surgery for D'Angelo Russell. That sucks for him. Shouts out to him. Speedy recovery. Um there is something else I wanted to talk about today. Um what was it though? Yes, you heard me right. Uh, My birthday's in two days. My birthday's in two days, turning 31. So holla at your boy on all social media platforms. No stylist underscore T on uh, Instagram. No stylist T underscore. No stylist underscore T on Twitter as well. Word up. 218. Yes, sir. Um, I got the merch popping off You can check that out on my Instagram page All that man, all that For real I thank y'all for rocking with me I thank y'all for tuning in Every time I drop It means a lot to me Definitely means a lot to me Draymond made some comments about, you know, the double standards of, you know, teams and players and how, you know, players get uh, a bad rap for um, requesting trades, but teams, um, you know, can publicly announce that they are trading a player and everything is supposed to be everything, you know, the player is supposed to just, um, you know, concede to that and, and you know, continue to be professional, um, he has a point, he has a point, um, and I definitely understand that, I understand, you know, the player's problem with that, but at the end of the day, um, just because you're a millionaire doesn't mean that you're not an employee, and this is something that, you know, everyday workers have to deal with, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you had a job, and you I mean, the employer has has the majority of the power. You know what I'm saying? The employer has the majority of the power. The employer is going to set the, the standards. Of, the employer is going to do what he wants to do when he's cutting the checks. So it's just like it, it is what it is. Um, nobody really has to tell the owners how to act professional because you don't see them. You know, they're not, you know, they're not Draymond. They're not in front of the camera at post-game conferences, you know, a post-game, you know, uh, uh, they're not having post-game talks, they're not having pre-game. They're not being interviewed on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, the, these executives and these owners, they, they can lie straight to these players' face and not really feel the consequence, the public consequence of that. They they don't have to feel the ridicule from the public for that, you know what I'm saying? But the players, um, I mean, it is what it is. Yes, it's a double standard, Draymond, and I understand and you have a great point, but at the, at the same time, man, so what are you going to do? Like... A team tells you to your face that uh you're gonna be traded and just because you have a problem with that what or you're just not gonna play like <laughs> i mean it's your prerogative you know what i'm saying you you don't have to you know what I'm saying like you don't have to. You don't have to play for the team, especially if it's not, if you don't want to be traded, if you don't want to be traded to the team that they're, you know, talking about trading you to, it's your prerogative. Nobody's putting a gun to your head saying that you have to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, save your money and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you control your destiny. You know what I'm saying? You you do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, the executives are going to do what they want to do. And I think the players have to understand that. The, the executives and the players are held to two different standards and that's the way it's always going to be that's the way it's always going to be you know these players they have faith you know they get the face time in, in front of the tv they get the millions of dollars they get the adulation for fans um these fans become um become so attached to these players so everything that he's saying it's It's a part of the game for the players. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if the players don't want to play for the team, then by all means, go ahead and voice that. You know what I'm saying? But there's two sides to every coin. You you say that you don't want to play for the team that you're currently with. There's going to be people that are unhappy about it. There's going to be fans that are going to be unhappy about it. If you can't take that heat, then don't play basketball. Don't be an athlete. If you don't want to be on a team and you don't want to play for them, and, like, don't sign the contract. If you don't think you're going to want to be there in three years, don't sign the contract. You know what I'm saying? Don't sign the contract. Like, you know, these players have to realize that just because they're multimillionaires, that... the level they're on, they they have power, but they're not going to have all the power. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to have all the power. It's never. They're never always going to be, they're never going to have all the power. The executives have to maintain some type of order. The NBA, just to be honest with you, has to maintain some type of order. You know, these players, they sign these big contracts one year, and then a couple da- years down the line, they don't want to, play for the team, but meanwhile they want to keep their contract, right, they want to keep that cash that the team is paying them, right, so it's like I think the players have to really understand it from that perspective too, man, it's like you know, but I do get what he's saying Um, you know, the teams can tell Andre Drummond hey, you're going to sit out today because we're planning on trading you, you know and and that that's wrong in itself too you know what i'm saying that the teams can kind of just push that button and tell the coach hey don't play this guy we about to we got to trade him you know what i'm saying that that's that's wrong too but i mean it is what it is like it is what it is so he made some good points but and at the end of the day, bro, you're an employee, so you're at the mercy of these of these owners. You, they might not want to believe that they still have bosses as multimillionaires, but you still do have bosses. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up, man. It's your boy. No Stylus T. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I appreciate y'all for following the kid. Um, yeah, man. Uh, just getting in the groove here. of Getting y'all some content. I got some exciting stuff coming up. I got some ideas brewing in this brain of mine that, you know, uh, I can't wait to, um, you know, execute and, and really bring to life. So um, I love y'all for following me. And um, until next time, it's your boy. I'm out.